Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's Podgo at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add my podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Welcome to the Heavy Sweater Podcast. My name is John King. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, this is the Heavy Sweater Podcast, a deep dive into the beginnings of Australian musicians and bands of the heavy variety. And this week, there's no musicians. I'm back on my wrestling shit. So (laughs) this week's guest is Casey Eichmann, Stuart, professional wrestler Adonis. He and I are both huge fans of heavy music and pro wrestling. So this conversation is super sick. It's just easy. And he's a great dude. I back everything he does. Casey's a great fucking guy. So if uh, if you ever want to check out local wrestling, there's plenty of it around the country. Um, check it out. There's heaps of great talent around the country, just like heavy music. Plenty of great talent all around the country. We get into his beginnings in heavy music, and we touch on his time and experience playing music in like in bands as a kid and stuff. And then his beginnings in wrestling through training and refereeing and his time as Echo as his first character and then the transition into the Adonis character all the way up until today. So with all that being said, it's Wednesday and you know what that means. Hey man, how you doing? Good man, very good. See, I'll move this closer to you, just because sometimes I don't pick up as much. Um, we'll get straight into everything with you and heavies, and I assume heavies come into your life before wrestling, but if oh, big time, big time, cool. So where did the heavies start for you? Heavy was like pretty much brought up on it. Like mum was always playing like records of like okay. Iron Maiden, Metallica, Pantera, Fuck Black Sabbath, yes. like all the OG stuff. Yeah, yeah. We've had cool dads being mentioned, but never cool mums. No, so cool shout mom. out to the cool mums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, cool mum. <laughs> Dad, like, was Elvis Presley and that okay. sort of stuff. And I still see. I saw the vibes there, but mum was just, like, all, like... She yeah. had other stuff, too, like, heaps of pop and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But, like, she had, the first time I heard Iron Maiden, that was it for me. Really? Yeah, I heard I, the self-titled Iron Maiden, like, LP, and, like, Iron Maiden by Iron Maiden. And, like, Fuck yeah, that yeah. just intro, and then Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Still one of my favorite songs of all time. Fuck yeah. Just, I cannot like, back Iron Maiden at all, but that's <laughs> sick that you do. They just seem to, like, um... Like 80s hair metal for me, like yeah. the the Bruce Dickinson voice. I'm just like, I well, don't know. Original Iron Maiden was before Bruce. Okay. So had a different vocalist. Fuck. Yeah. I should give that a go then because yeah. I don't like Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but, nah, bro. No, that shit slapped and still to this day, like, I, I'll go back and listen to that first album from, I think it's like 18, 1989 or something yeah, like yeah. that. It's old shit, but I'm just like, yeah, vibe with it still. That's <laughs> fucking so sick. Fuck yeah. Cool. And then from there, like, you go digging on your own through yeah. heavies? Back in the old LimeWire days. Yep. Giving computers aids <laughs> yeah. since whenever the fuck LimeWire kicked off. And you download a song, you might get the song you asked yep. for, or you might get some random ass you might, shit. Yeah, you might get half the song and then an ad. Or it's <laughs> like, serious, XFM. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Um, and I think I first started getting into my own stuff when I found, like, I got into, like, System Up and Down, my okay. own, like, Disturbed, that sort of branching into war, new metal, into, yeah, yeah. like, metal kind of vibes, and yeah. then... One day, I accidentally downloaded a Trivium song. Okay. And it was Dying dying in the Light, and then I downloaded My Hatred as well. Yeah. Those two songs just come up, and I was like, oh, wait. Because I had those sort of Iron Maiden vibes, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I had those heavier stuff, and I first yeah. heard proper screams and stuff, and I was yeah. like, I like this. Yeah, and, and at that time, Trivium would have been so fresh. That was, yeah, I think, 
back like that would have been the year Ascendancy came out yeah so, so like 2004 yeah 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 so I was like it was fresh fresh and yeah, I was like this yeah. is sick and then I heard screams like screams are sick and then I went from like 0 to 100 it's like okay Trivium Suicide Silence okay so and just like boom death course and, then, <laughs> and I, tra- I, I found stuff in between like, I had people at school like, oh you should check out like Bull of Five Islands yeah, yeah. and Bring Me to Horizon like okay and I was checking them out like yeah this is sick yeah, I was like yeah. heavy yeah. and I've been like deathcore pretty much since then like I always go like deathcore yeah. above everything yeah, else like, yeah, <laughs> that's wild that you're like trivium first because a lot of people go bullet first and then compare trivium like when I was a kid it was like Bullet was Metallica, Trivium was Megadeth. But yeah. I was like, Trivium's like way cooler. Yeah. And Megadeth's way cooler than Metallica's like, I'm fucking with those bands, fuck those bands. Well, I found Bullet through, because like, again, LimeWire, I downloaded yeah, yeah. shit. And I found this like, it was a pretty much like a Lee Break um, like contest. Like, and I remember that. Yeah. I, I fucking remember that. I had it to the, the shred off yeah. of Bullet and Trivium. It just yeah, mixed yeah. all the solos from like all that earlier stuff. And yeah, I was like, yeah. this is sick, this is sick, this is sick, yeah. this is sick. <laughs> and then once I listened to more of both of the albums, I was like, oh yeah, Trivium slaps way harder. Yeah, fucking. And they're just more talented. Like, and nothing against now. Bullet. Bullet's yeah, yeah. sick, but like Trivium just fucking gets it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said it on here like one episode. Um, Bullet put out uh, Fever and they put out Temper Temper Next and they literally took one song and re-released it yeah. and I was like cool man like are you fucking bored yet because I am like fuck me but Trivium's still slapped now their new yeah. album's fucking oh sick oh god that new album so sick I've well like, I've lost track of how many times I've already played it like release day I played it like 20 times from the back sick constant <laughs> yeah. that's sick I remember like the day before they put out the whole album they put out a single I was like oh yeah cool and then my partner and I were driving somewhere she's like have you seen like new Trivium I'm like oh yeah they put a single out the other day and she's like an album and I'm like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> did you just say because that was a single they released in correlation with Elder Scrolls or something yeah yeah and I was like it's like my housemates that are into like all their Skyrim and stuff yeah, and yeah. I opened a video like oh that's sick and I heard that song like wow this song is sick as well yeah and then I didn't think release day because I could get confused like Australian release yeah, yeah, day yeah. And stuff I was like I it was like two days away yeah and I went and checked the album again like that single and like, yeah. the whole album was there it was, it was fucking like, it was, like midnight or something I was like yeah, yeah it's playing <laughs> yeah, in my room middle of night it's playing trivia <laughs> yes. that's sick fuck yeah In Waves is one of my favourite albums of all time <sighs> Dude, that, yeah. yeah, I so good. I somehow legally downloaded In Ways before it even got released. Like the song, Fuck yeah, and I played that song on my iPod Classic. Like I just yeah, yeah. repeat, 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 <laughs> repeat. Spammed it. That song was like that album is still probably one of my favorite albums, but yeah, yeah. nothing would beat Shogun for me. Yeah, that's fair. That yeah. seven string album. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Like Chris to go men is like got to be one of the best songs yeah. in the history of metal. Oh, I remember when that came out on. MySpace first they put out like a video of Matt in his house just screaming and I was like what the fuck is this it was like way before like he was doing all the shit now on Twitch it's just MySpace shit yeah yeah fuck yeah and that was just yeah that album still that correlates that was like a big journey for me like that, that shaped me a lot when that album came out I turned into metal but that album was like where I just deep dived yeah 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 I pretty much stopped listening to anything else yeah, for like for three years <laughs> just trivium yeah I did the same thing with Marilyn Manson and now I'm like can I say that like I'm not sure cause he's a piece of shit yeah. like yeah but uh yeah that's fucking sick cool man and you play drums as well I saw you put something on Facebook when Joey died about playing yeah. drums and stuff yeah Wait. going through school I was like doing a little percussion and stuff okay and trivium was like a bit above me I was like oh this is hard yeah so I started playing like some 
earlier Slipknot stuff where it's like fast but like kind of simple yeah, yeah, yeah. and I remember the first thing I ever learned was um, Psychosocial okay, it took me like fuck yeah. two months to learn because my yeah. teacher was going breaking it down bit by bit okay fuck yeah, yeah. with the the snare yeah, bit d- as well d- yeah. d- d- <laughs> was like, my feet were like I can't get yeah. up <laughs> so sick and then yeah fuck I used yeah. to play in the chapel band because I went to a Christian college fuck yeah so I played in the <laughs> chapel band and I'm there like trying to like keep it metal but it's just you know you're playing like you Christian rock yeah. and yeah. chimes and shit yeah. and like yeah. <laughs> at that time Skillet's like the heaviest <laughs> Christian band well like, actually I like because all I do is submit lyrics to the pastor and the okay. principal like here's what we're going to play here's the song yeah yeah and they're like okay that seems good and I ended up putting a, I submitted a for today song okay and they're like heavy yeah yeah and I was like it's all Christian and stuff it's yeah, all about yeah. board and we like spent two weeks learning this like for today song none of them knew how to play it. like I have one friend in the band that was playing guitar and yeah, he, yeah. he knew heavy yeah we would teach everyone else how to play heavy like down tuning everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I bought like my sample pad and at the time that's crazy with a double kick and then we just started off we started off real soft and yeah, it was yeah. like ready for the foot <laughs> yes <laughs> that's sick and everyone was like yeah. what the fuck yeah that's wild man I remember when I was a kid like Skillet was like the Christian band but then like realizing years later that under or through a Christian band and as I like dying or a Christian band and yeah. they're like so many fucking heavy Christian bands and also Striper from the 80s <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're shit okay, yeah I like I didn't like my schooling as much but I liked yeah. what I discovered through school like okay. heaps of friends that were like yeah check out this band this band this band like yeah. Where's Prada is now one of my favorite bands like Tadu oh, and everything yeah, and it's sick. just like some of them have stayed away from it now yeah, but yeah. like I still fuck with heaps of like the old Christian bands and yeah, stuff yeah. like that and yeah. even like on like the WWE soundtracks are like Project 86 okay, they're yeah. Christian bands so they slapped yeah. hard too yeah sick <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah well you've already brought it up wrestling it's fucking sick <laughs> um, so that's where heavies starts for you and obviously you still listen to heavies fucking today yeah but where does wrestling start for you like the earliest memory of like seeing something uh Rebellion 2002 interesting in the UK that's Regal Jeff Hardy for the European chart, I think title? that was one of the matches. That the match that yeah, stood yeah. out to me was like Vinnie Jones was the guest host. Okay, he came out. <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, you fucking muppets, get on your fucking feet!" <laughs> it's Stone Cold fucking Steve Austin, <laughs> and it was Stone Cold versus The Rock in like a, I think it was like an unsanctioned or a no DQ match. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then it's like a random like I think it might have been like not, not Wembley but some random UK. Yeah, arena. yeah. And it was just off tap. Like the audience was insane. Like I remember, like I think. The match before that was like Scotty to Hottie and like I remember seeing all this crazy shit yeah. and it's like this guy's breakdancing fuck this guy's throwing I was like this is sick yeah fuck and yeah. I was like hooked instantly mum hated wrestling yeah. she was like you're not watching wrestling I'm not paying for Foxtel oh, I'm not, not, none of this yeah. is not happening so I had a mate that lived like 30 minutes away by like from Push Mike and I'd like ride to his house every weekend yeah. would catch up on the Raw Smackdown yeah. and would save up a lot of pocket money to order the pay-per-view fuck every yeah. month and would like turn his living room into a like, wrestling <laughs> into arena. A yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Sick. And then now realizing that that pay per view then led to the plane ride from hell. Mm. It was like the next day. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like all the stuff that went with it, but like, I didn't go back and like, I watched that, but yeah. I didn't go through all the history. Like, I, didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't catch up until like the Monday Night Wars until like two or three years ago when they really? put it on the network. Okay. I was like, oh, oh that documentary is fucking yeah, sick. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I'll learn some history like I went back yeah, and watched yeah. some older stuff and like I started watching seriously and like religiously in like 2005 2006 yeah 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 so I was like going into sort of like the 
ruthless aggression. Yeah, same yeah. era as me as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck yeah. So that was like, my, my boys were like, you know, Triple H is always the man for me. Like, okay. He's like above everything else. And he's he was like the coolest dude then as well. Yeah, yeah. And then you had like your Jeff Hardy's coming through, your CM Punk with the long hair yes. coming through and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like, watching like Punk and like Hardy feud with guys at Triple H and stuff like yeah. that, that was just like, that was the sickest shit to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. I remember I dropped out a bit after that. Like, I remember seeing Punk come in and being like, who the fuck is that? Because mm. like, as a weird kid that listens to yeah. metal, you're like, this guy has cool tattoos and long hair and kill switch engage yeah. plays his theme song. <laughs> like that's so sick. Cause at the time it's like heaps of rap music and yeah. like gimmicks and shit, but he was like himself. Yeah. And then you go back, I, w- I went back, um, and found out about like ring of honor and stuff and then dropped off for years and then came back just after his big run. Yeah. So like that was where I came back in and then I've just been fucking, mental about it since so I dropped off pretty much after he not long after he left cause like I was always associating like I always liked the guys that had heavy themes yeah, like yeah. go figure yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. um, and then even when like yeah he dropped out and I watched for a little bit like so like 20, 2013 to like maybe 2015 I was watching yeah. more so just the pay-per-views and stuff yeah, like that yeah. but NXT was like starting to fire yes. up yes I was like oh this is kind of sick but yeah. that's when I found wrestling for myself like locally and then I found yeah. out about indie wrestling yeah, yeah. and I was like I got into like yeah progress ring of yeah. New Japan and all that sort of stuff like pretty quickly and Sweet I was like Japan. oh there's so much I, was, I didn't know there was so much wrestling yeah. I thought it was literally just WWE well, yeah. That's all, like, and TNA because I remember watching yeah, TNA yeah. back in the day <laughs> <And> <laughs> I was like, like hey, Styles is the best <laughs> and now he is the best yeah yeah, um, yeah like it seems to be like there's a a blanket theme of shame of wrestling in Australia I've noticed mm. like if you like it it's always met with or that fake shit yeah. or that's a homophobic slur <laughs> and shit like that and it's just like hey man like you can watch Breaking Bad and that's cool yeah. why can't I watch this it's the same same fucking thing yeah. it's because just storytelling only maybe know like they might only know like Hulk Hogan yeah. like that really gimmicky stuff yeah, but yeah. might only know like just the dumb shit they've seen on like those like Facebook videos where it's like yeah. Santino doing the Cobra like, yeah. oh, or like Katie Vick type shit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. they'll see all that random shit they won't yeah. see what the cool shit that makes like your Stone Cold Steve Austin's and stuff like that that made wrestling fucking sick yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then the stuff that makes you be like what the fuck is this like Omega Okada yeah You're like that the first fucking match was fucking mental yeah <laughs> so sick and then just like if if like I think if anybody watched that they'd be like I need to watch more of this. Mm. And even PWG, like, their videos are just like, <laughs> you watch that as, like, probably a lapsed fan. I could imagine you'd want to dive so far in. Yeah. Because it's just, like, massive highlights. Yeah, it's just, yeah. oh, it's so sick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, every time I go there, like, before I lived in, like, a big wrestler house, and yeah. there's, like, five of us living in this one house, all wrestlers, and before we go to gym, it was always, like, the PWG highlights. Yes. It was, like, our pump up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. And then, like you said, you found... Australian wrestling which I feel like either people know about on like a surface level or they know about intensely yeah there's no in between like yeah. if, if you don't know about it you wouldn't even know it exists at all yeah, yeah. like you're just like you're oblivious to it yeah but then you might have like oh I have a friend that's a wrestler and yeah. even then you're like you think whatever yeah they end up on like some dating show on yeah. channel 7 of like oh to show you how tough I am we're bringing in wrestlers <laughs> and it's like 
Elliot Sexton or whatever the <laughs> fuck. Like, yeah. like I start to see like I mean, Matty Wahlberg did Survivor and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah. a better luck. You see like, oh yeah, he's just playing. He's pretty much playing his gimmick. Yeah, yeah. On the show and everyone yeah. hated him. I was like, yeah. this is wrestling. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just a character, and he just even like what he does now is like similar, but not as as much of like a, a heel. Yeah. But yeah, just being a heel on TV, and then yeah. people watch it not knowing, and they're like, fuck this guy, but. Yeah. they're eating out of his hand literally yeah. he's so good at working the crowd and that's like what that's stuff that drew me in like I was really drawn in by like that big performance side of it yeah, yeah. and that's why even like my gimmicks were big characters yeah, yeah. more so than wrestler wrestler yeah yeah so when I found wrestling I remember the first I was like on the Sunshine Coast with the mate that I grew up with watching wrestling we were both yeah, living yeah. on Sunshine Coast at the time and he was like bro there's like a local wrestling match I was like fuck yeah we're yeah. going <laughs> it's sick. and it was like at the Sands Tavern and uh, Maruchidor yeah which UPW had, yeah, uh, it was back then it was QCW okay it was before like UPW even came fucking up. crazy it was like old school so it would have been like it must have been like 2013 2014 something okay. like that and I remember watching it was like Ricky Rembrandt and Jimmy Starr in like a ladder match and like Sick. there was like 60 people in this crowd yeah yeah and they're doing like ladder bumps from the top onto thumbtacks and yeah. shit and we're like what the fuck yeah and like, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, dude, like Ricky had like a punk tattoo and stuff like that so yeah, I'm like yeah. this dude is sick this is sick what the fuck and like afterwards we were like we, we want to do this now yeah, like yeah. what we do and like we signed up pretty much on the spot fuck yeah started training like the next week and unfortunately for me I, you know, I was living at home for the first time and like bills and shit so I was yeah, like yeah, yeah. I got pretty tied up with the job I had at the time so I wasn't training much at all like once in a blue moon I'll make it the training yeah. and stuff like that and the training centre at the time we didn't really have a proper one it was like you train after shows or before shows okay. so we would train out on mats on the beach yeah yeah like it was wild yeah <laughs> that sounds intense yeah especially Sunny Coast heat man yeah. like fuck that <laughs> so like for a while it was like really on and off yeah. but I will still go to the shows and I started off as like I think my second or third show when they're like okay you're the backstage announcer bring, okay. a, bring a blazer I was like okay <laughs> yes and I did like I think two shows at that and like okay you're a referee now as a referee shirt in that box fuck. off you go no training like, just go in and just wing it yeah <laughs> and like from a casual fan perspective a referee is just there to count to three yeah but knowing how it actually works there's a, there's a fuckload more there's that goes so much being work. a referee so much work being a ref it's, it's crazy and like I look back at my time as a ref and I'm really thankful I got to have some really cool opportunities as yeah. a ref too like I worked um, House of Hardcore oh, World Series yeah. Wrestling like I was sharing Sick. the ring with like some of the biggest I forgot names. all about World Series Wrestling. Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> well, like, that started Villain Enterprises yeah. with Marty and Brody. That's fucking insane. And, like, yeah, I was I refereed, like, some of these massive names. Yeah, like, yeah. Not just indie, but, like, ex-WWE yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. I got, like, I got sucked it by X-Pac. Yeah. And they were, <laughs> he, like, dropped a mic yeah. in front of me. I was like, oh, and I was like, oh. And, like, in the, deep down, like, marking out, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had like a match with like I was on a match with Tommy Dreamer and he's trying to pop me like he, oh, yes. he hit an RKO on like this, his opponent and he's like pulls me in yeah. only I can hear he's like that's Randy Orton's finish how did he kick out and I'm just uh, trying to hold it together that's incredible and he's like have some fucking fun man yeah that's so sick <laughs> it was sick and like yeah refereeing like was a, that leeway into it and it's also yeah. my leeway into finding out about more than just that one company as well yeah, I found yeah. out oh there's wrestling in Brisbane there's, yeah. and at the time that was like New Globe Wrestling with like yeah, uh, yeah. AWA and like yeah. 18 plus shit I was like oh wow this yeah. is a whole different ballpark yeah, yeah. and it just branched off from there like I was like oh there's wrestling in Brisbane okay there's wrestling in Sydney there's wrestling everywhere in yeah. Australia there's so much wrestling what the fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. especially like I, I think like finding that out is kind of like you see it on the same level as like the music industry a bit yeah. where Sydney Melbourne wrestling huge like MCW and like all the shit that happens in Sydney yeah. and then Brisbane's kind of just like 
Oh, it happens there too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's sort of there, but like Sydney, Melbourne are like the big places, yeah. especially with like all the massive names that are coming out of there, like Brooksy and Robbie Eagles yeah. and all the TMDK yeah, crew. So much like yeah, the amount of talent in the last even five years is yeah. crazy that's come out of like Australia. And it's yeah. usually, yeah, nine times out of ten, it's like Sydney, Melbourne. Yeah. But then you have a couple of sprinkles from like Adelaide, Perth as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to say Brisbane doesn't have any like yeah. great talent because Brisbane has like some fucking sick wrestling. Jake Nova. Yeah. He's probably one of the best getting around. Yeah, like he's like he's the homie too, and he's just down the road as well. Oh really? <laughs> oh, he was like the first one, like the first Australian wrestling show I ever went to. It was him and Thirteen. Yeah, were working together, and Jake Nova was like it's before the Jordans and like the cool gear. He was doing like the the Shawn Michaels gear yeah. kind of, and I was like, oh yeah, cool. Like I get that, but yeah, fuck yeah. That's and Jake's been around like, like fuck. I have in in my office at the moment. I need to get them converted. I have about 20 little tiny cassettes of, like, Jake Backyard Wrestling. Oh, really? Like, I have all this shit. And that's from, like, 2005. So when I got into wrestling, Jake was already wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. It's crazy. And that's wild. Yeah. And his, yeah, his, watching him with his career go. And, like, yeah. he's another guy. That, like, him and his wife, they both, like, like metal and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. But you see his gimmick and whatnot. Yeah. It's all, like, rap and hip-hop yeah, and yeah. stuff. You wouldn't <laughs> yeah. guess it. And, like, yeah. all the Jordans and the jerseys and stuff. Yeah. But then, yeah. We'll talk about trivia and stuff to like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and just coming back to and I think his is similar to me. It's like my biggest thing was like the WWE games, mm. like SmackDown vs. Raw and yeah, stuff. Like they yeah, had the yeah. sicker soundtracks, and that's so what like good. branched out more music taste in me. Yeah, 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 and like that correlation again with wrestling and, and metal, music. Yeah, 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 and like metal. Yeah. So good. Yeah, fuck yeah, that's so <laughs> sick. Especially like um. When, like you were saying, NXT started up, that was like the metal equivalent of WWE. Yeah. Where, like, if you weren't into indie wrestling, that was your alternative yeah. on a mainstream level. Yeah, for but, sure. But, like, realistically, progress is the most punk rock wrestling yeah. <laughs> of all time. <laughs> yeah, I, when I remember when I first discovered progress, like, yeah, this is sick. Yeah. This is so sick. Yeah. Everything about this is sick. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you go back and, like, watch the Jimmy Havoc Osprey feud and, like, how violent. That yeah. was. It was insane. And I think I think Progress was actually my first outside of like WWE hardcore matches. Progress yeah. is my first taste at like that near death match yeah, vibes. Yeah. Like yeah. they sort of like I guess they did go kind of death matchy, but yeah. there wasn't like full on death no, matchy. Yeah. It was like uh Paul Robinson, Jimmy Havoc were mm. like the closest to like yeah. CZW death matches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I became a huge fan of Jimmy Havoc. Cause like he was just a cool dude. Great. So Such fire cool. theme song. Yeah, just I was like, like the fuck, this guy's guy. sick. Yeah. And like he's merged and everything, and yeah. I was like, "This is a sick." And then he's what I followed to eventually find deathmatch wrestling. Okay, so it's like all these little loopholes and yeah, connections yeah, yeah. to get yeah. these other places. Just <laughs> rabbit holes, man. Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah, that's sick. So then, go back to your story. You're refereeing, and you're training at the same time, and then you eventually get your in-ring debut. Yeah, as a performer, not as a ref. Yeah, and you are Echo in the very beginning. I am. It yeah. was like it was a bit of a journey to get there because like as I was like on and off training and like eventually I was traveling three hours of training and stuff like yeah. that so people were seeing that I was trying to put in the effort but like no one was like wanting to pull the plug on like yeah. giving me the chance especially because at the first I thought the Echo gimmick is like I was going like yeah it's a cool goth it was fucking sick kind of thing yeah. <laughs> and it was going to be sick it's like my vision and everyone I was like and no one was like vibing with it yeah. they're like this isn't it I'm like nah it's it trust me I'm yeah. going to do it it's going to be sick and <laughs> yeah. I ordered all this gear I got custom made everything yeah yeah and then eventually, yeah, there was um, White Bay Pro Wrestling gave me a shot. They had their debut show, like they were they were launching as well, yeah. and they were doing a show in Gympie. So that was essentially at the time hometown crowd for me. So yeah, yeah. I grew up in Tinkham Bay, yeah. like Rainbow Beach. I went to Gympie. I went to school in Gympie. So okay. I was like, this is kind of like this is pretty hometowny vibes. Yeah, yeah. And 
like it was it was something like I came out I used a version's crown yeah, as like my yeah. entrance music I started from like <laughs> the breakdown okay so I was like <laughs> just huge heavy thing I'm coming out <laughs> angry shit I got the face paint on purple and black all yeah. just goth as fuck yeah and my first night this show they couldn't help it like it was bits and but yeah their first show was gonna yeah, be yeah. shit going wrong but we were outdoors it was raining yeah. the ring was like half falling apart fuck it was just a disaster from head to toe but I ended up coming out first match and did like a battle royal yeah classic was, yeah. debut battle royal yeah. <laughs> I was in the battle royal and then um, my opponent for that night was like I'm not wrestling in the rain I'm like yeah fair yeah, yeah. I'm dumb I'm gonna wrestle in the rain okay so they at the time they put me with another guy JL Gold who ended up being a good friend of mine with Tag he's Gold. fucking sick as yeah. well he's great yeah he ended up putting, up with, putting me with him and like okay you guys are semi-main yeah don't plan a match and it's just like alright and like I'm like you know <laughs> 10 minutes into my wrestling career yeah, yeah. green as fuck yeah yeah <laughs> and we're going through it I'm like yep 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 cool we go up we do a match looking back now it's pretty dog shit but at the time I thought it actually went quite well yeah, yeah. I was like this is sick I was doing, and we're wrestling in the rain it's just dumb as shit yeah, yeah. and then the referee comes up to me he's like bro stay in the ring you're in the main event for the title now it was like a five-way scramble for the, the heavyweight belt. I'm just like, what the fuck? So you wrestled three times. I wrestled one day. three times, <laughs> including the semi-main and the main event. That's fucking. Wild. And my mum's in the crowd yelling like Casey the whole time instead of Echo. Oh no! And like my girlfriend tells like it's Echo. I was yeah, yeah. saying his real name. Yeah. And I had like some of my best friends there. It's like it's probably like forty people there, and like yeah. thirty of them were just to see me. <laughs> sick. Well, the people got what they came for. <laughs> yeah. Three times in one day. Yeah. They were singing me on the end of it, and that was yeah, that was the start of it all, and. I'd love to say it blew up from there, but like it was real. I was still refereeing, okay. And like the companies I wanted to wrestle for were like, no, we need okay. you as a ref. Like I ended up becoming a good ref. Yeah, yeah. And a good ref was hard to find, and they yeah. just didn't like the echo gimmick. So yeah. it was a real slow start, and I yeah. wasn't training still regularly enough. So I was like, I got a couple of matches here and there as an echo, but yeah. people just weren't vibing with it. Yeah, well, I thought it was sick. I thought it was sick. Yeah, it was fucking killer. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, I get that. Like, sort of, sort of Untega, sort of Kane, yeah. a bit like Punishment Martinez, I saw as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit, I had a sprinkle of this and that. Yeah, it was fucking else. sick. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, goth gimmicks. <laughs> yeah. Now they're fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. now they're fucking over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck, classic wrestler's first gimmick is a goth gimmick. Yeah. Fuck, shut up, fuck, I'm a goth kid at heart. Just <laughs> <Same laughs> me. Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. Um, and then from there you transition your character was it straight into Adonis? nah and Adonis wasn't even like it was not my choice originally either okay so we started off with like we started going on these like tours yeah uh, like regional Queensland tours yeah and it was fine for me to get experience as Echo and then we got to this one town where they're like because I had like upside down crosses and stuff all over yeah, my yeah. Pants and like the face paint and the music and the organisers of the show were like not a chance that's not happening really? we're, we're a good Christian town this is a Christian audience this is a Christian show you'd be the best heel <laughs> I was like what yeah fuck and like <laughs> not happening that can't be on the show and we were like we're just in the locker room like okay we got two hours what the fuck oh. do we do one of the blokes pulls out a spare pair of like gold trunks <laughs> and a razor and we're like this is what I got <laughs> yeah yeah and I had like some, obviously my own gear for Echo but like yeah. just like losing like the, the tights pretty much and yeah. like losing the face paint and they're just like alright let's make you whatever and we just started like shaving and the night before 
got really drunk and I did truthful dare and I had like a V shaved into my chest. It's <laughs> a big weird V. That's sick. No idea why. It was just there. Yeah. It was drunken moments. And I'm like, let's just keep shaving shit into you. <laughs> cool. And then up shaving a six pack into yeah, yeah. the abs. So I that, remember seeing that. I was like, that's very funny. Like, so he shaved the abs into me. And we just had like a shitty dry razor, no soap, no water, man. something there like getting like <laughs> eaten alive by this razor. <laughs> Put these trunks on. I looked just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, let's just do something stupid and funny. And I think a few days before that, because we used to watch movies all the time before The Wrestlers, yeah. we'd watched Year One with okay. Michael Sarah, Jack, Jack Black, Black yeah, yeah. and The High Priest and that. Okay. And I just started pinching like, all his lines. It's like, <laughs> you're there, base me like a turkey golden boy. <laughs> and yeah, so that first show, was like I wrestled with a good friend of mine, he helped me a lot, and yeah. I was the first time wrestling in the face ever. Okay. So I was like, this is weird. But it was real fun. Yeah, yeah. And we did like yeah, these two matches over the course of that one day because it's like the whole thing, the yeah. midday session, night session. Yeah. Went back to the hotel and like, there's something here. And for like three hours, we just drank and talked shit and yeah. like came up with all these dumb ideas for Adonis. Yeah. And then they're like, we, we didn't have the name at first. So like, what are we gonna name you? Like, oh, you're like a like a Greek god. Like, you yeah. know, you're like you're you're in shape, but you're not in shape. Adonis, the body of a god. Yeah. And that's literally just thrown at me. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we'll run with it. Yeah. It was when I heard Adonis, I instantly, because I'm a fucking nerd, thought Adrian Adonis. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty funny. Like, that's sick because like he like got massive at one point. Like, yeah. Absurdly big. Yeah. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Is this, this like you know you think you're gonna see this big chiseled yeah, jack yeah. dude? It's like nah, I shaved my six pack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is incredible. And then you're putting glitter in it yeah, at one point. Yeah, glitter and everything. I started <laughs> the makeup and like the oil. So we're driving back to Brisbane yeah. and they're like, you're on the show tonight. Like, Fuck you're not yeah. refereeing. Like, we're gonna put you on the show as Donis. We're gonna just chuck you in one of these big tag matches. Fuck and yeah. they're just like, I mean, it's the first time in front of like a wrestling audience. Yeah, yeah. And bang, that was it. They fucking ate it up. Yeah. They put me in there as a heel and like within like two minutes of me in the ring, like, nah, this guy's yeah. a fucking baby face. The crowd is like losing their shit. Yeah, yeah. I did have a couple of shit chains. Like some dude was like, KFC, Russell Brand. <laughs> and that That's very on. funny. That caught on. I was sitting there like, was that New Globe? Yeah, that was Yeah, because I've been to a couple of New Globe yeah. shows and the crowd was ruthless. They are very ruthless. Yeah, they, are, they used to be fucking insane. Like, um, can't, uh, can't remember, the two guys that ran it, when they would like swap who was wrestling and who was managing. Oh yeah, like, the go- yeah, like Jesse. Yeah, and, yeah, and um, who else was it being like? What well, was like Jesse and like he has his other gimmick was Silver Cunt. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Silver Cunt. <laughs> I forgot about that. Was yes. that wasn't even his real name. Yeah. Like, the crowd made it his name. <laughs> I remember that because I went the first time and everyone was like going ape shit about Silver Cunt. And I was like, what the fuck? And then Mark Davis. Almost ripped my fucking hand off. Oh, the high five when he comes. He there. killed me. I was like, "What the fuck, man!" Like, I thought I broke my hand. Like, oh, yeah. a week before going to Sydney to play some shows, I was like, "This dude fucked me up." Like, what the fuck? But he's crushing now. He's kill- oh my god. Yeah. Oh, blown up. Yeah, it's insane. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. I remember at New Globe there was like a big, there's a rumble or about a royal. And Davis put me in the corner, and I was like, well, this is how I die, because I knew yeah. I was about to get chopped. And I felt the high five, Man. and I was like, I'm about to feel my first Mark yeah, yeah. Davis chop. Yeah. And my soul left my body for a brief yeah. moment, and he's like, give me some back. I gave him some back, and he's like, okay, yeah. you're good. And walked away, <laughs> and I'm like, pick the next guy. I was like, okay, that's a seal of approval. That's happened. pretty funny, considering like I've seen his chest after Walter matches, mm. and he gets demolished, Yeah, because Walter is the best chopper yeah. of all time. I'm like, I'm 
that's one of my life goals. I just want to feel a chop by Walter. I need to yeah. know what it feels like. <laughs> so I've been Man. chopped by like I've been chopped by some like heavy choppers. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. I need to know where Walter's at. Like, like Fuck. Davis was like up there. Yeah. And like Osprey is like they sting. Yeah. They sting so much. And then like Gino, big boy jobs. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He like launched me across like the room. Like oh, I was like, oh, my feet left the ground. Really? And, like, so I need to know where Walter's at in that scale. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's either like super light or not at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, feel like there's no like it's just a regular yeah. shot. It's either gonna kill you or it's like gonna feel like nothing. It's like I want that's my chest plate crack. That's what I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will. Fuck yeah, yeah man. That's crazy. So, so it, I was doing sticks. Yeah, I was doing that and it blew up. Like crowd just ate it up yeah. immediately. So it really quickly it blew up too like I was like I was like getting merch and selling out yeah, the yeah. first show kind of thing I was like okay shit, we're on to something yeah. and just kept advancing 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 um, I was getting some good matches too like they yeah. like so, and because I was still green as hell they yeah. were giving me these more experienced dudes to work with which was Fuck. sick so I was getting like really good opportunities and yeah. great guys and then because it was kind of like thought up by management at AWA okay. they were hesitant to let me take it elsewhere yeah. uh, asked politely I was like hey I want to take it to UPW and that's yeah. when UPW had just started in the Sunshine Coast because okay. I originally started I was, I was still refing at this point too like okay, yeah, yeah. still refing and UPW was like I was, wasn't a, I was trying to not do ref, like refing but yeah. when the call came sometimes I would do it yeah. and UPW is one of those companies like, okay we want to use you as a ref yeah. I was like fuck and razzle yeah. <laughs> yeah. and they didn't want Echo because I was still trying to make Echo work. I was doing yeah. two gimmicks at once. And it's just yeah, like, I remember that. You launched a pro wrestling tease under the boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember saying that, yeah. And I was trying to make it work, and it's just, nah. And then eventually, dropped Echo, stuck with Adonis, then eventually gave them the chance, like, do you want Adonis? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And that's when... That's I, just what sticks me. Yeah, that's I wrestled uh, EC Diamond at yep. the Pub Lullabar. And yeah. we had a real fun match, and they're like, yep, that was sick. We love that. Fuck yeah. And then... It just sort of, yeah, started getting more opportunities. People, once a lot of people seeing things or hearing things, yeah. they want to use you. Yeah, yeah. And um, UPW ended up being essentially home for me for a while because okay. they just trusted me a lot. They, they put me in there, like Gospel's debut match was against me. It's like, we yeah. trust you to like take him through this and yeah. stuff like that. And like, I had a lot of those sort of opportunities at UPW where I was kind of seen more as that. By that stage, I'd been wrestling for maybe about two or three years, but training yeah. for like three to four years kind of thing. Yeah. And I had a really strong character. I may not be the best wrestler, but just the character yeah, yeah. work was enough to carry me through a lot of stuff. Yeah. So they had that sort of trust there where they let me take some of their newer guys. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was at these other companies, I was starting to get those bigger matches yeah, yeah. and do other stuff as well. Fuck yeah. And then I started traveling and that's when I was like, yes, busy. Snowballed, fuck yeah. Busy. <laughs> yeah, that's sick, fuck yeah. I've noticed Australia lo- like Australian wrestling crowds love that sort of a gimmick. They either like the, the straight-laced babyface worker or the over the top like character yeah which Adonis most certainly is yeah. <laughs> yeah and I've seen you work as Adonis and it's like to me I see like Cabana Dalton Castle like those sorts of characters like it's super fun and light yeah. and just gets the crowd involved yeah just Dalton Castle was like someone that I watched a lot of and was like okay I'm gonna steal a bit of that yeah um, old school Gold Dust was a huge influence too like that st- makes sense like I stole like I pretty much just stole half his shit yeah <laughs> and I was like I'm taking that I'm he's taking not that, doing that, I'm taking that. Yeah. and I was like well yeah that's, that's been like you know attitude era too he could get away with so much so shit much and I was shit. in like companies like 18 plus shows where I could do so yeah, much yeah. shit especially AWA yeah like I was jerking Those. off the ropes I was kissing dudes <laughs> like it was just sick. you know I was using like cum yeah. glitter spots like it was like <laughs> so sick. it was wild yeah. and I just got more and more flamboyant as time went on yeah and I just kept adding to it and then obviously 
kids shows I can tone it way back yeah, yeah, and I just yeah. go back to that I'm a god yeah. but I'm funny yeah. and like the abs sort of thing yeah. but then 18 plus shows it was just, just like all out. super hypersexual flamboyant yeah, kind yeah. of bisexual demigod yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which like not like outside of Australia I don't know what your goals are within wrestling but outside of Australia there's companies like DDT and Dragon Gate that like thrive on that sort of yeah. stuff but like Nakazawa who now is in AEW yeah. is like doing his like body oil spots yeah. on like national television in America yeah. it's fucking insane and that's like I actually had um, right before COVID hit love that um, had a Japan trip booked really and I actually was like I had loosely teed up to go to DDT fuck man and it was like bring a gear we're not sure yeah 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 and it was like that kind of almost foot in the door kind yeah, of vibe yeah that's so sick yeah fuck man that's a bummer big bummer that would have been huge yeah that would have been like, the next big thing yeah like, obviously not everybody's gonna know what DDT is or yeah. what Japanese wrestling is but Japanese wrestling is the best wrestling on the planet <laughs> it's like a whole different breed over yeah. there as well well they're like they're so like broad in their like range where there's the strong style of New Japan and Noah but DDT is more of a character based yeah. they wrestle in the forest and on <laughs> trains and yeah, they shit. do like the weirdest shit and yeah. like, I love weird shit yeah. I, just, I thrive on weird shit like, so like I like I like New Japan for wrestling but yeah. it's definitely not my style like I would yeah, never yeah. go out of my way to train that way or yeah. work that way but I've worked guys that do that and yeah. I'm like fine with it yeah. but it's not for me but then I, when I did find DDT and like that's when he who will not be named Mr. Joey uh, <laughs> yes uh, yep <laughs> he was doing his thing there that, yeah, like, yeah. that was like a lot of gimmicky stuff that I was yeah. doing and I was like okay well he's over as shit yeah like he is over and that's shit. where that that spot started yeah was in DDT and I was like okay fuck this is that's that's that's, that's a goal yeah and I was like because I was looking okay I'm doing stuff around Australia this is cool I want to yeah. keep doing the rest stuff around Australia yeah I had, you know, short-term goals and long-term goals. And I was yeah. like, DDT is going to be one of these long-term goals. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then I was even like looking at the States. And like, the States, you can get away with that more gimmicky stuff. Yeah. And there'll be companies that were best suited for it. Yeah. And stuff like that as well. Yeah. Well, that's sick, man. And like, to go back to the the style of wrestlers, like, not every wrestler should be the same. Yeah. Otherwise, it just gets boring and stagnant. Yeah. So, like, it's good to have characters. And then there's places for these characters, like at the time bar wrestling and mm. even PWG and places like DDT so yeah. I hope you fucking go to DDT man huge it, contrast just like, uh, wrestling now is like kind of up in the air because yeah. like injuries and just everything so it's yeah. just it's there but it's like it's not the priority at the moment anymore okay. yeah. but I still love wrestling yeah. no doubt about that yeah, fuck yeah <laughs> and it's just with the travels the way it is it's, just it's hard, way too unpredictable yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah especially like here mm. like America's a bit like different and Japan have their own thing where they're flying people out like a month in advance yeah. to quarantine but Australia's kind of just like sus yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh you sneezed now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> COVID yeah. fuck man that's wild that's so insane that you had like a possibility of DDT yeah like there's like a little there's a little something there yeah because even like the stuff they do now like Chris Brooks is crushing over there from CCK yeah and like the people that have gone through DDT are like some of the best in the world yeah well, I was like I think one of the boys here um, Royce Chambers he went over okay. for a bit and oh, he's yeah. uh, he's like Melbourne based but he was just I was watching him for a while because he came up and I was like he's, he's got it he's like yeah. he's to me he's like a mini Osprey okay he's got something yeah, yeah. he went over to DDT and I was like sick and then he came back and he was supposed to do like PWA Coliseum obviously oh, COVID yeah, and all that yeah. but he did some really he's done some big stuff at MCW he's done yeah, the yeah. PWA he's doing like you know all that sort of stuff he's doing well in Australia yeah, when yeah. it's back up and running yeah yeah 
and that's like yeah, DDT I guess was a big Launch thing that helped that as well yeah, yeah. fuck yeah sick yeah. cool man well in the mean like in the meantime when you do get back to like being able to work on a regular basis what are your long term goals and even short term goals um right now it's just I missed the whole creative process because like when I was involved I was wrestling but also doing like creative things as well like the okay. video like some of the video stuff and like graphics and lots yeah, of yeah. stuff and I just love that side of it too yeah and that was a big thing of like with you know pro wrestling league and AWA like yeah. how we're starting to stand out as yeah. well like having that cool shit I just loved the creative part of wrestling and like helping people with characters and stuff yeah and I've always had this goal like if I can't wrestle again to help and like train and stuff like yeah. that and do like character workshops and like yeah. creative workshops of like how to you know do your own graphics or yeah. edit your own pictures and stuff like that or shoot better promos or yeah. all, that, all that stuff that comes with building a character yeah because being a character guy like you can be a great wrestler yeah and if, if you sometimes sometimes that's all you need yeah, if yeah. you're really really good yeah but even like some of the best wrestlers like people see like for example Jake, Jake Nova yeah from like simply outside you think he's just like a wrestler wrestler yeah. but then you see how he works a crowd too yeah. and like he is working a character yeah. it may just be him turned up to 11 yeah. but he is working that character yeah. and he makes he can get any audience to feed out the palm of his hands yeah. and if, even when it's him and um, Todd Eastman together yeah. like they just yeah. know how to work people <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know and, it's just, and that's that beauty of you can be a wrestler yeah. that's great you can be a good wrestler that's great yeah. and if you can be a good wrestler that's in touch with your character yeah even better so if I could somewhere help with that yeah. that'd be sick yeah um, I want to go to a mania I think as okay. every wrestling fan does yeah but you know go to mania but use that trip to America and maybe work over there yeah so I got a few like friends and family in America now so okay, I don't cool. have like places to stay yeah fuck yeah so to maybe yeah, do something over there yeah just off my own back you know yeah. try that out <laughs> that's gonna bring it straight back to music all of that stuff is literally shit you need to be doing in bands as well. Like, you need to learn how to... I literally put out a song a couple of weeks ago. I made the video myself. I didn't know how. <laughs> but I was like, stock footage and YouTube tutorials. Let's yeah. fucking go. And it's fucking doing sick. And um, tours and stuff, sometimes you can just book them yourselves and go over yourself. Yeah. Like, the, that's how I did, the correlation yeah, is insane. That's how I did everything in Australia too. Like, it yeah. was like, you initially yeah, you hit someone up, hey... I'm doing your show, you're like, like, well, yeah. you are. And then it's like, okay, you go fly yourself out, you go look after your own shit. Sometimes they help yeah. you out, yeah. But to get yeah. places, music, wrestling, anything that's yeah. sort of entertainment industry, yeah, you, people just that people think, oh, like you're on stage, you must be famous for getting yeah. all this money and stuff like that. It's like, no, we're broke. Yeah, we're so fucking <laughs> so broke. Bro. Yeah, it's yeah. like I have paid like two grand to come over to like wherever yeah. and do this and do that and like yeah. you know. So yeah, to go to to wrestling is the exact same thing if you want to go to the yeah. states especially when you're like up and comer yeah you can you, do it yourself all yourself yeah and it's like it's it's a grind it's yeah. a big grind so that's, why, that's why like the, when you start to see the rewards from it like you get yeah. success from it it's even better yeah, yeah for sure fuck yeah you're all about the grind man just <laughs> fucking getting it done yeah that's sick shit man that's fucking cool I fuck with that heavy yeah that's fucking rad but yeah hopefully like people get the correlation there because like I think now wrestling's becoming a bit trendy, which is sick. A bit upsetting for me because I ate a lot of shit for liking wrestling. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's trendy now, so that's cool. Um, but hopefully people can see, like, the correlation between the two is, like, such a similar industry. Yeah. And, like, the the people that like both can get along in either yeah. realm. And it's, like, it's really cool. Like, we used to do stuff with AWA, like, and it's good to have, you know, bands and stuff on shows. Yeah, yeah. And you see stuff, like, even, like, Robbie using, like, in Hearts Wake and, like, 
they start, yeah. you know, they have a little, their little Twitter stuff like yeah. that. And I am 100% sure when stuff's back up and running again, we're going to see Enhanced Wake play Robbie out live. Oh, man. It's going to happen. And it's going to be sick. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for January 4th. Like, <laughs> like Tokyo Dome. Yeah. That'd be That'd mental. Be <laughs> but that, that always going to have that similar like, vibes and connections yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. And you'll see the same with like looking guys like Robbie like he started off as a guy that was listening to heavy music yeah. and wrestling yeah. and he got really good at wrestling yeah, yeah. and he grinded he's still he, you think he's got this huge success like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's going great he's going great yeah but yeah but there's still a grind there you yeah know? The, especially the way like um, I think American fans look at him in particular as just like Osprey's friend mm. kinda but like I've known about Robbie for ages I'm like he's like legitimately one of the best going around yeah and now he's like IWGP junior champion and junior tag, and tag champion, champion with Tiger <laughs> Mask like, what <laughs> it's the... like crazy but yeah and you still see like the amazing support he gets in like PWA which is like obviously yeah, his yeah. Home, home fed in Australia yeah and like they're doing the same thing with like that music wrestling they're, yeah. they got the the band that like, set me on fire okay, yeah. did their theme song for like PWA yeah. they're playing live at their first show back so it's like bringing it all together yeah, again yeah. and it's just like that's giving them opportunity because this band hasn't played in two years yeah, yeah. PWA hasn't had a show in like how many months was lockdown yeah, so yeah. it's just that helping each other out yeah. too two birds one stone man yeah. all their fans and people that know about them as a band and then all the people that know about the promotion and then just put them together and yeah. cross contaminate everything yeah, yeah. yeah. no mask not COVID <laughs> but <laughs> fan bases can cross contaminate yeah. no diseases and, it's, yeah, and it's, it works so well yeah. it's beautiful to see that we can come out of this pandemic and people, people are already thriving yeah yeah and it's great to see but yeah. more we come out of it yeah how much you know, like I got yeah my brother-in-law over in America he's Ricky Hoover okay from Old Sofa okay see. and he was like you know starting this band all throughout COVID yeah yeah and then America obviously a bit looser and yeah. they hit this big tour with like Carnifex and stuff like That's that and how he's just coming out of it and hitting the ground running the second he could yeah yeah and it's Fuck just yeah. like crazy to see like his journey with the music thing and stuff yeah. like that it's like almost similar to wrestling yeah back at it again yeah yeah that's fucking sick as man. soon as they can there's like let's go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck yeah man cool well we've been going for a bit so we'll hit your top five favorite bands of all time it can be artists as well doesn't matter but we'll do that and then we'll go your top five favorite wrestlers socials and fucking shut this bitch down sweet yeah. top five <laughs> bands Trivium yep. Make Them Suffer Miss May I Miss May I fucking whoa yeah I haven't heard about them in ages love Miss May I Heart's <laughs> Breath came on my phone the other day and I was like oh, so good yeah that's fucking that hits right yeah that's good that's the right amount of slaps yeah, <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah cool um, and then that's oh, it's always the top three they're easy they're yeah. to like four and five it's alternating but I always gotta chuck in Iron Maiden just for the pure nostalgia yeah and that's what started everything yeah and then as the complete 360 on the whole thing Sick. Billie Eilish okay yeah she slaps she fucking slaps yeah. and Happier Never has like that rock riff in it and shit okay, it starts yeah, getting yeah. heavy I'm like yeah. you know what <laughs> I, want to, I want to hear Billie feature in something heavy yeah oh, but it's her somebody? could you imagine that would be <laughs> her and Ghostman even because like Ghostman yeah, yeah, can't yeah. come that heavy side of yeah, things yeah. love Ghostman too fuck yeah but yeah that's like Sick. that's the music side wrestling Triple H number one number no, one never an argument it's just yeah. Triple H yeah uh, Triple H uh, Pentagon Dude's Penta just, fuck dude's yeah. just sick <laughs> so good over as fuck 
do on literally like, two hand moves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Like Pentagon Dark and like Lucha Underground. Yeah, that's just the oh, shit. The death match with Vampiro. <sighs> Fuck man. I've watched that too many times. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But he's crushing now too. Yeah, just a fucking it. little kid from Mexico. Now he's all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, always loved his work. Um, I got Chuck Punk in there yep. purely because like he was a guy that helped when I was younger as well. Yeah, and again like because I stole so much of his shit I put gold dust in there Dustin he, yeah, he helped me a lot and he's <laughs> yeah. just a, a dude that's just he's never been the big big anywhere no. anytime no. but he's still he wrestled fucking Brian Danielson last week yeah like, dude and it was fucking sick <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and then his match with Brody Lee last year yeah. was incredible it's I was like, like what the fuck and he's like I was like yeah you can't not respect a dude that's still yeah. doing it and at his age it. man yeah five decades insane wild insane and fifth on the list oh there's so many wrestlers why are there so many wrestlers man it's so bad um Alistair Black I don't know just it's a, it's a cop out but the dude's just he's just cool yeah I mean what <laughs> he's just a cool dude and I'm wearing his shirt <laughs> yeah. I'm big Tommy N guy <laughs> he's just, yeah. yeah and I, that's me I love Tommy N when yeah. he's Tommy N and stuff like that and he's just he's just a cool freaking dude yeah yeah, loves metal. Loves metal. Fucking froths it. Yeah, yeah. Big spinning back kick. Yeah, it's just sick. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. Okay, he's so sick. He's, he's the man. Like him and Andrade NXT match. Yeah. Oh. Him Andrade anywhere. Just, yeah. In right. general, that, <laughs> that combination. <laughs> yeah. So good. I yeah. froth how he's being booked at the moment. Mm, I good. love it. Like I thought, I get sick of seeing him versus Cody because like controversial. I'm not a Cody fan. That's fair. I think he's way overrated. Yeah. <laughs> but him versus Cody, like, I'm still watching the third match and, like, enjoying yeah. it. It's like, good. okay, something's going right. Yeah. <laughs> when he won the first one, I was like, he's not winning the third, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. He's gotten two, like, one clean win. Yeah. And then, like, a bunch of clean wins, one dirty win, and then a loss. And yeah. I'm like, I'm fine with all of this. Yeah. This is okay. He looks great. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Fuck yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sick, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for doing the podcast. Oh, that's a lot of fun, man. Sick. Enjoy and we're done for another week. A huge thanks to Casey. That was probably one of the most like natural conversations I've ever had from the first time meeting someone. A lot of these is the first time I'm meeting these people, but yeah, that one, that one was fucking sick. I listened back and I was like laughing and like the reminiscing of like New Globe Theater pro wrestling shows of Silver Khan. But yeah, just a musician who's a fan of wrestling and a wrestler who's a fan of heavy music, just coming together, shooting the shit, talking shop. And uh, yeah, go support Casey in whatever he's doing. He's a fucking sick dude. Go follow Casey on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Adonis underscore divine. And go check out his merch on wrestler merch and prowrestlingtees.com. And if you like what I'm doing here with the podcast, share it, tell a friend, subscribe, follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you listen. And follow on Instagram and Facebook at Heavy Sweater Podcast. And once again, this fucking weekend, Friday, Saturday, the time has come. We are playing some shows. Show can't. Show can't. Shit, show can't. Show can't are playing some shows. We're supporting our fucking boys in isolation on their This World Grows Cold Queensland tour. We are playing the Irish Club in Toowoomba on Friday night. This Friday night. With Deep Leech, Dissect, and Isolation. And then the next day, we are playing the Black Box Theatre in Nambour with Dead Nerve, Dissect, and isolation and it's going to be fucking sick and yeah we'll we'll have merch uh we'll be playing at some point both those nights so yeah come out it'll be fun uh and come back next week for a new episode thanks